When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Man, this one is an honor. Privilege. To be sitting here with you right now, man, for real. Because, you know, I know you don't do a lot of these. Yeah. So, you know. And this is my you, first one. We that even makes it feel even more special you know you don't you don't do these or nothing like that man so so to have you here today and we get to we're about to get ready to really dive in to who house phone is man so i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna gonna sound this one off okay for sure church and we're gonna get it right let's get it i'm ready strong for you the sharp tank no jumper sharpest coolest podcast in the world and today we got a real one man a real no jumper alumni yes sir you know what I'm saying one of the hey man one of the day oneers not gonna say you the fee I'm saying founder but you are one of the day oneers man you have been there not nah, facts we got house phone in the building today man is there a no jumper uh is there a no jumper Mount Rushmore? <laughs> I think there is, man, for real. It's gotta be. It's, it's gotta only be. it's Who's, only four people on Mount Rushmore, right? You, yeah, it's only four people. Okay, so Damn. who would be your I'm gonna ask you this because and I hope this doesn't sound messy, but fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> fuck. Who do you think who do you think, House Phone? This is dope right here. I, I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm excited about this. I can't even get the fucking word out. Mm. And I'm going to cuss. I'm sorry. It ain't even about it. Because it's organic. This is real right now. And this is in real time. Who would you say is on the Mount Rushmore right now? Top four. Right now? Or no just jumper. like. Because like. All time. All time. Let's yeah. do it. All time. Let's do it. All time. Okay. This, this might be a little controversial. I don't know if y'all ready for this. I, hey, man. I'm, I'm cool with it, man. All right. Dylon, 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 <laughs> and Dylon. <laughs> I spit hot fire, nigga. <laughs> That's the top four, man. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so. Okay, we have to- do we have to have Adam on there? Yes. No, because no, 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 no. I'm going to tell you this. We don't even have to put Adam on there because mm. Adam already stands alone. Adam's okay. already the, he's the ground base. Okay. Right? He's the he's the, the the putty this shit has to stand on, right? So, who would you say right now is top four? Top four faces of Mount No Jumper. I have to put myself on there first, oh, obviously. Okay. No, it's not even an order. Just it's not. Faces. It's no order. No it's order. No order. Just faces. It's left to right. Left to right. All or right. right to left. What? Yeah. Or okay. from the middle to the right. Whatever. Whatever. The whatever the, the case may be. Hey. Let's do. Okay. Well. We'll do me. Should I do a throwback one? Should we throw like Robesman up there? 
Hey, man. We might have to throw Roseman all up All time. It, ha- it, it doesn't even matter. It's no, there's no time period. It's just all time. Me, me, Roseman, AD Sharp. Whoa. Easy. Hopefully that. Shout out to T Rail. Shout out to Duno. Yeah. Shout out to everybody on the thing. Like like yeah. on, on the channel. Yeah. But uh I, I feel like that covers like an extensive period, different periods of no jumper. You feel me? Right. Different eras. Different eras. You know? I gotta we'll we'll get off that because we don't want it to get too touchy. Yeah, we don't want to. That's not what it was for. But I want to know who the hell is house phone, man? Like who? Because I wake up in the morning and ask myself that every day. (laughs) 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 I look at myself in the mirror like, I know know this guy. I got to ask because I I talk to you all the time, bro. Like, you're my people. We're close. But I just want to know, like, who is house phone? Like, I, we don't ever really talk about that. We always talk about the next move. We always talk about moving forward. We're never talking about just the past and what's we're talking about today. No, nah, like, I, but before I even get into that, I will say that, bro, me and Sharp literally chop it up damn near every day, bro. Like, mm-hmm. if, it, if it ain't every day, it's every other day. And uh, I feel like the wisdom and the knowledge that I gained just from, you know, just throwing ideas back and forth from you, bro. I really appreciate it, bro. I don't know if I ever really said that to you, but I'm going to say it right here, right now, man. Yeah. I got to give you your flowers, bro. I appreciate you, shit. man. You know, and I'm going to be honest with you. You've inspired me to really even step, uh, like, get into the clothing game. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And just exactly. wanting to just, like, you about to just, kill exp- just expand. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've really given me uh, some some motivation. And I, I feel like this, bro. Them's the type of friends that I want around me, man. Somebody who can really really motivate me, man, to really want to go and do more, be more. Don't be afraid to hop out there in different avenues. Listen, that's that's why I love, like, you know, hanging out and talking to Blazing and all of them is, like, yeah. it's like having friends that you do business with. Uh, they usually say it's the exact opposite. Like, that's wrong to do. But I feel like when you... When that's all we talk about is like business shit and like us working together. I mean, obviously we talk about personal shit too, but like just having friends to motivate you to do better is like, man, it's it's underrated. It's it's something that uh, people don't really can take into consideration. Everybody wants to be, I did this on my own. I blah blah. I'm self made. Yeah, we all are self made, bro. But having a team of people that support you and having a team around you is the fucking best way to make it to the top, man. Yeah. To really, cause like. Shit, if I didn't have y'all niggas, man, keep, like, you know, staying on my ass, bro, I don't fucking know what I would be on right now, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I'll be real with you, bro. Like, hanging out with you, like, just talking to you and things. I mean, I already knew this type of information. Yeah. Not about you, but just in life. But when you really get to talk to somebody, like, I never really knew some of the things that, like, you've been trying to overcome and just trying to, like, Mm. take care of. Facts, facts. You know what I'm saying? Just even solely by yourself, you know, and just having, like, just being against the the odds being against you. You know what? For any young minority coming out of L.A. or any big city, bro, it's always going to be hard for you to kind of break through a lot of the noise and, like, stand out. You feel me? Right. I feel like a lot of people are doing the same shit, trying to look the same, dress the same, rap the same, all of that shit, bro. So it's like a lot of people get lost in translation, bro. So I feel like um, No Jumper, and shout out to my nigga Adam, has definitely helped, out has helped me pierce through, I don't know, maybe other people who maybe they only have one avenue to offer. Like, oh, they just rapped or whatever, and it's like... Where are some of those people now? Right. You feel me? To talk about rap, um, 
you actually do music. We have, I, I mean, I've I just dropped my first single for the rollout of my new album today, actually. It just came out. What's it called? Let's talk Backstreet's, about it. Backstreet's, man. Go, go, go stream that shit on Spotify, Apple Music. The, by the time this comes out, the music video will already be out. But the video comes out tonight at 6 p.m. I'm going to promote it on Disconnected tonight. I'm really excited, man. Yeah. The song is like kind of old, but like people were just fiending for it. I was like, fuck it, let's drop it. Right. What were you into first? Were you in, because obviously you are a designer. Yeah. You do design, I've, I've seen, are incredible. A man of, man of many talents. You yeah, know? a man of many talents, true. But which one were you into first? Was it more the music or were you into designing things, bringing out clothing and shoes and things like that? Well, I wasn't, I won't say that I was like designing stuff at first. I more, I was always like a very like DIY person. Like, okay, like say I wanted some like old vintage ripped jeans or something, I would go to the Goodwill go get the jeans, go get a box cutter, go rip them up myself. Oh, I want this tie-dye shirt. Oh, I seen this person wearing like a striped tie-dye. I'm like, oh, let me get on YouTube. YouTube will teach you damn near anything you need to know, <laughs> yeah. bro. I dropped out of school uh, so I could go enroll in YouTube University, and that shit paid off way more than any degree that you could possibly get. I'm going to be honest Do with you. Do you think that's because, you know, YouTube or social media or just any type of platform like mm -hmm. that is the now? Well, I just feel like even like TikTok and shit like that is so informational and like you just because something is common knowledge to you, it's not common knowledge to everybody. And just uh, going on those platforms and just learning, like I learned how to tie dye, like you know, like I said in like I don't know high school or some shit like that. Because yeah. um, like obviously I'm from LA and uh, a lot of people were. Uh, really into our future and shit back then at the time. Mm -hmm. So nigga Tyler, the creator, be, would be wearing crazy ass like tie-dye shirts and shit. And I would just get a plain shirt and literally tie-dye it exactly how he was wearing it and sell it to people. That was like my first jug. Yeah. It wasn't even a jug. It was just like, yeah. I Do just, you feel like great designers steal or borrow? Borrow. So you feel like you might, you may have borrowed Tyler the Creator's ideas at that time. It wasn't necessary. It wasn't like his ideas, but it was just like people just didn't know. Like, oh man, like he. Okay, so like, say there was some Odd Future shirt that only came out in like three colors, like white, black, baby blue, right? Then you'll be seeing him wearing that same shirt, but it'll just be like different color tie dye. You're like, oh, what the fuck? How do I get that? And I've always just been a nigga to just figure it out. So I'd fucking hopped on YouTube. Learn. You take the rubber bands. You section it off. You you know you you dye each section di different yeah, colors. Yeah. And I can make it look exactly how how bro was wearing it. And people were like, "Whoa, where'd you get that? Like, can I buy them off you?" Like, people just uh, I don't know. I I feel like it's being lost in the newer generations of like really figuring out like either how to get something or how to get it done. People just want the easiest answer of like, "Yo, what's that?" Like, you know. There's literally whole Instagram pages that'll be like, okay, Sharp's outfit, right? It'll it, it'll have individual tags on each thing. Like gallery department shirt, $200. White jeans, $500. Like, you know, like it's like, yeah. it kind of takes away the thrill of like searching for something and being like, oh, fuck, like, what is that? Doing clothes like that for like, that was like, that was a hustle. Like, fuck selling drugs. I can't, I don't want to do that. Like, I'll, I'll sell clothes. Was that like a hustle or was it something like you really fell in love with? Or you just it, seen you were, you were good at and fucking, I'm going to roll with it. It was just like a little random. It like, I never took into, into consideration of like, oh, I should start my own brand or I should do this or do that. I literally was just like making shit on my own, 
couple people would buy them and uh i would just keep it pushing bro like i i still like had a regular job like that whole time while i was doing shit like that you know like yeah. what kind of jobs did you have what kind of jobs did you working um so uh i was always very bad in school as far as like getting kicked out um yeah i got kicked out of damn near every school i went to and uh, i was on my last leg i was on my last leg i want to say I was supposed to be class of 2011 or 2012. And uh, I'm on my last leg. I'm on like probation and shit like that for some cases I caught. And it was like, since I'm comfortable talking about those. Oh, one, bro, that shit sealed as fuck. I'm yeah. super down. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, kind of all right, all right, all right, all right. So basically, uh, I got caught on some strong arm robbery shit, which is where you basically rob someone without a weapon or you, you, you use force or you uh, threaten force. And uh, yeah, I basically robbed this this guy that was in like, he was probably the same grade as me or some shit like that. But I just, I don't know. I just caught him lacking and uh, asked him for his iPhone. And he just put <laughs> his hands in the air. It was like, help, help me. And I just grabbed it out of his pocket real quick. And I, I hopped on my friend's dad's beach cruiser, like a bike. And I fucking got on, right? And then like two weeks later, I'm riding the same bike, kind of in the same general vicinity cops hop out burners out like get on the fucking floor i guess the guy has saw me on the same but it was like it was a bright orange like old school beach cruiser bike like it's not that hard to notice oh that's the same guy that fucking just stole my iphone so he saw me called the cops and uh they arrested me and my homie because i guess they didn't know who was who mm -hmm. and then yeah but i almost got away with that shit <laughs> but my dumb ass while i was on trial like yeah. going, going to court back and forth man that's one thing i always felt bad for is like dragging my mom through that shit we had to go to court like once every fucking month like fighting this stupid ass trial and um i remember i almost got away with it the cop wasn't showing up like the guy wasn't showing up but my stupid ass got caught stealing alcohol from a vons while i was on trial for strong arm robbery i got caught stealing a bottle from vons that was like my thing oh i was like a I knew how to pop the klepto. klepto no, but like, like a klepto like, from like specific places. Like I knew how to get the alarm off the alcohol. Yeah. So if we were like having a function and we're linking up with some bitches, niggas was just broke, I would always be like, I got this guy. Like, <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, He's I like, know. I got this. And like, I got this, fellas. And like, you know, I would pop the top, yeah, put it in my baggy ass pants, put it like my hoodie over, boom, I'll be out. So I got caught doing that. And then we were dining and dashing one time, and my homies left me at Denny's. Mm. So those two offenses, while I was on trial for robbery, uh, they put me on house arrest for like a year. I spent my 18th birthday on house arrest in the crib. And uh, yeah, I was just buying to the crib for like a year. That's crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you never know, man. You don't really seem like a dude that's, uh, you seem like you got a good head on your shoulders. So you don't really seem like you do too much even though you have done some shit and we'll For get sure. into that into that part of it but yeah. just you don't really seem like a dude that's ever out really looking for any trouble yeah but at that time in my life bro i was really lost i was really uh following instead of being the leader i was born to be yeah. you know <laughs> you feel me now i'm being honest no like, real shit man because you do good man you yeah do. but like on some real shit though it was like like niggas had like niggas have to 
like you got to believe in yourself and you got to believe in like the your intuition of like this is a bad idea maybe i shouldn't be doing this and like you can't be influenced by the the outside or it's not even the outside because it could be the people closest to you but like uh i don't know i never really had like that one solid group of homies that i was like with all the time like i i did like in different parts of my life but i was kind of always just bouncing around you feel me yeah. and yeah there was definitely a time where like the people that I was around was doing a bunch of fuck shit, and I was like, just joined right in on them. You know, we be. Well, I mean, you are a, a product of, of your, your environment. environment. Yeah, you know sure. what I'm saying? Like, and it, I know that may sound cliche to people is like, oh, well, that doesn't matter. You know, but it for sure matters. You know, you know, it, it for sure matters. You know, and that's why I try to man even try to tell motherfuckers like, man, you gotta step your game up. This is only a this is a level, man. This is just yeah. a place that you're at right now. Exactly. You know, it's not forever. And like, one thing I will always give my mom props for is that. Bro, she took care of me so well as a kid yeah. up until maybe like high school. Like, bro, I got every fucking shoe, video game, every amusement park trip I wanted to go. Like literally anything, She even if she didn't have it right then, she'll make sure I got it. So what, like, I feel like I experienced so much growing up as a kid that like a lot of shit that people are just now trying, just now seeing for the first time in life, like I don't really like you know, You're very, it, don't, it don't really phase me as much because I seen and I done a lot of shit yeah. as a kid because my mom like took care of me. You know. Do you? You're really close with your mom. Man, that's my my twin. You feel man. like that, that? Can you say genuinely today and on record that that's your best friend? One thousand percent. She know everything about me for real, for real. I don't really talk. Like obviously, I you know we we get paid to talk. Like I I'm a very open person, but like uh, I be trying not to. Cross the two, or I try not to go too deep in like my personal details mm -hmm. by myself, I guess, because uh, I don't know. I just had some weird experiences with that, especially right. involving no jumper. You feel me? Right. So like, I feel like as of lately, I've been kind of a little more reclused than usual. Reclusive, Re reclused. Yeah. yeah. What do you? How do you feel? Um, That's my nigga talking about. No, for sure. And that's you know, that, that's to who moms. I talk to. That's who I talk to if I gotta talk to somebody about some shit or like, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Back to No Jumper and mm -hmm. um, you being a part of No Jumper. How long? How many years now? How long have you been with No Jumper? Um, twenty sixteen. So, I think it was like within the first year of Adam officially doing No Jumper. Yeah. Which I just realized that now. Actually, it was like. Damn, I kind of been around for a minute. You've been here for some years. Fuck yeah. So what, what's it been like for you, you know, being a part of No Jumper and, yeah. you know, um, now taking on, you know, your own show because you had started with Adam. Yeah, no, for sure. Correct? Well, like, I think the buildup to me even getting to the point of being No Jumper is, was, of being on No Jumper is very important because, like, you watch these interviews with these kids. They're like, oh, yeah, I just so happened to stumble into the booth one day. I made one song, and now I'm, uh, you know, charting Billboard Top 100 artists. Like, a lot of people don't really be like, oh, yeah, I worked here. I worked there. I did a lot. Like, bro, I, when it comes to paid my dues, nigga, I worked at fucking every job. I tried it, and it just didn't work out, bro. Like, 
And at the time when I met Adam and I started doing all this shit, bro, it was a very vital, important time because, uh, like, I didn't really know. I never knew what the next next step was for me. I knew that, like, obviously working at, uh, so my, my first job was at Jamba Juice, right? And, like, obviously I knew that wasn't the end-all, be-all. Did you feel inadequate being there at Jamba Juice? Like, this, I'm not worthy. This is probably where I'm supposed to be is just working a little deadbeat, little bullshit job. No, I never felt like that, bro. I just, like, um, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like a lot of people are very calculated, a very, very, uh, like, you kind of have to be planned out to get to into these certain positions. Mm. But to be honest, I never was like that, bro. Like, I was working at Jamba Juice, like, okay, like, this is my job. Okay, so basically, this is what I was saying. Um, when I was on probation for the robbery shit and I was off house arrest, um, I was, I, I had to still, like, you know, like, I took a plea. They, you know, I didn't have to do jail time because I already was on house arrest for a year, mm. like, whatever. Like, I took a plea. And I think a part of that was like uh, two, three year probation. Some it, it seemed pretty long back then, but in hindsight, it was like that's way better than having to go to jail. You feel me? Right. So I was on like my last school. It was a school called Opportunities for Learning, which like it was damn near like a homeschool, but not really. Like you would go maybe once a week to uh, you would go once a week, turn in the homework and shit like that, and Ooh. then you would do a. Um, like they give you a big ass packet full of homework and then you come and do the test at the school, right? Was this like for a di diploma, GED? This is for a diploma, yeah. This is like- GED pretty much. I, I know them type of schools to where yeah. like, cause they, they could start you young on them. Like I got started oh, yeah. young on them, like at 15, 16, cause I couldn't go to school no more. Yeah, no, exactly. Like I think the, the, op the one that I went to, it had people from middle school up until like 18 or 19. Yeah. So by then, I, like I said, I got kicked out of every fucking school. Like, Ninth grade, I got kicked out halfway into ninth grade. Like, just for getting into fights, like. What was the last straw for them that they felt like? House phone, they, well, they probably weren't calling you house phone <laughs> at the time, but you know, this yeah. is the last straw, motherfucker. We're not, you gotta go after this. So, the thing with me was I would always have a long track record of doing small, stupid shit. So it was like, by the time you, I actually did do something, it was like, look at this long ass track record you got of just, you know, being a ass fuck, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. So um, basically, like, I'm the type of nigga where we'll be roasting each other or whatever. I'll say something that obviously offends you. And uh, I would just keep going on that one that one thing that offends you. <laughs> and a lot of people, a lot of people didn't necessarily fucking bully. <laughs> oh no, you're just no, no. a verbal bully. Oh no, no. Just... <laughs> I was a verbal bully until a nigga started swinging on me, and I'm like, okay, like <coughs> niggas don't like these jokes a little yeah. too much, you know. So, yeah. but that's the thing with me is that like you know I'm kind of a smiley guy, funny guy, whatever. Like I don't really take shit too serious, but when niggas want to take it there. I have no problem with, uh, you know, meeting them, matching their energy, you know? Yeah. I'm I'm definitely not going to start it, but I will definitely finish it and help you finish it, you know? I don't want to detour too far off of, you know, your interview, but mm. uh, to, to resonate with you and just to understand, you got to think about this, man. Like, people are, you're going to get shit from all over. Like, motherfuckers 1, is going to try to fuck with you, man. But, like, 
Let that shit, especially from where you headed, man. You you have a purpose. No, I've facts. said this before, man. I'm gonna say it again because I feel like it's very vital. Yeah. You got a purpose, man. Don't let nobody knock your ass up off your pivot. And I think somebody somebody's told me that I need to hear that even in today. Facts, Heard yeah. that since I was young. Don't let nobody, man, ruin for you. Don't yeah. don't let them ruin a good thing for you. No facts. I mean, like that that that's when I was younger, mostly when I felt like I like, I don't know, I guess had something to prove. And uh, so I'll be getting to a lot of fights. So I got ninth grade, we got like halfway through the year and we all had different crews and shit, right? Like it was like, it was kind of around the jerking area, uh, jerking era, but before Pause. jerking. No, Pause. like, like what you're is jerk jerking. No, I, we gotta, we gotta be like more. Not like jerking. In tune. I know, but we just gotta be more. You gotta remember what we're off a of porn channel now. This is a porn channel. Okay, no like, guys. We gotta remember, we gotta like, kind of really like, you know, sum it up some, okay, you okay. know? So, so jerking was a time period in LA where niggas was wearing a bunch of colorful pants and, uh, you know, fucking eyebrow piercings and yeah. dyeing their hair, crazy designs and shit yeah. like that. It was very LA. It was a music scene kind of wearing them little button ups, with the flames and come shit on, on them all the, types the, of shit. Like, yeah, yeah. It was very much skin, <laughs> skinny jeans, vans and, uh, colorfulness and, you know, the rose tattoos. Mm. And butterflies and shit. Anyway, it was just like a time period in LA where like uh it was like heavy partying, like a lot of like, you know, like flyer parties would be a big thing. You go on MySpace or whatever and they like this party at this random fucking tire shop that we're gonna convert into a warehouse party. But everybody had their own crews and shit back then. So it was like, I don't know, like YG and them was pushes, pushes ink. That's when I first found out about YG. Yeah. Push a zinc. We had the Rangers. You've been around for a while. Huh? So you've been around for a while. Oh, yeah, you, yeah. You've been in the mix for a while. Yeah, but like, it was just common to just like at your school to just you and your homies just call your name. You and your, you and your homies that you're with is just like, oh, let's fucking embroider our hats. Okay, so we were the Fly Guys, right? Yeah. Our crew was called the Fly Guys, so we would wear the Florida uh, Marlins, well, how do you say it? The Florida Marlins hat, and just, uh, you know, had the big F on it, and we would just get uh, L-Y guys embroidered on it, and we'd just, we'd be gang, gang deep at school. So y'all were, so were pretty much gang banging. No, we weren't gang banging, we, but like. Active, active gang members. Fuck no, fuck no, no not at all. <laughs> like, I was not trying to be tough. That's one thing about me, bro. I never was trying to be tough. Like, yeah. I, but see, th this is the thing, though. Always had a bunch of tough niggas around me that was definitely willing to crash out over me without me even having to say anything. You feel me? Yeah. Because it was really only like four of us in Fly Guys, but then like we had like our residual homies that just wanted to just be with the crew. So they was just, they was down to just swing on niggas. You know, we had to, you know, take care of some, uh, some issues, you know? Yeah, yeah. We had, we had, we had some soldiers on the squad, you know what I'm saying? Your upbringing, your upbringing sounds like a genuine, natural, organic, yeah. West Coast upbringing. <laughs> like, we was cool in there, bro. Just fucking around, you know? I, I, I will say, though, like, when it got into it, because, like, everything always starts over some girl, over girls, whatever the fuck. Yeah. And we were beefing it with another crew that was in our same grade, and then there was another crew that was older than us. So we're beefing with the two different crews at our school. And, like, we were low-key packing out the niggas that was in our grade. I'm not going to hold you. But the other older niggas, man, them niggas was coming with it, bro. So... 
I remember one time, like, these niggas called me by myself or some shit, and they was like, it was kind of friendly, but they were kind of, like, punking me a little bit, too. So once I called the homies and told them, they're like, nah, nah, nigga, we going to school tomorrow. We on these niggas' ass, bro. Yeah. And we go to school the next day, and they expected me to, to, to pop this fight off, and I'm like, fuck, I don't like, you know, like, I'm a little nervous, whatever. So I get out there. You ain't trying to be the frontliner? Nigga, I didn't even give a fuck about, like, <laughs> I didn't give a fuck about, like, this beef that they were trying to, like, you know, like, ride on. So, yeah. anyway, I get out there with the nigga. We square up, whatever. We fighting. And then we had this buff-ass homie, bro. He was, like, bigger than everybody. He came through sleeping everybody. Like, all they wanted me to do was start it off, bro. And I, that's what I did. And then the buff homie came just knocking shit out, bro. To the point to where one of the niggas had to go to the, like, he had a seizure on the fucking concrete. I had to go to the hospital and we all went to like this teen church that was like, well, it was a church, but they had like a teen night on Fridays or some shit like that. And we went all went to the teen church and prayed because we didn't want to go to jail because we thought that nigga died. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. I got to know. Yeah. Did you have like a rich upbringing? Fuck Just no. Like you have like hella money. You, did you come up like that? Hell no. But let's, but I will say that I was a lot more fortunate than a lot of people in my direct area or like. Basically, my mom worked for a rich family. She, she was not rich by any means. She was their personal assistant. Like, you know, she would be cleaning up the house and shit. But she was not rich by any means. But her working for this rich-ass family who lived in the Pacific Palisades, like, big, nice-ass house. The dad was a lawyer who I think was one of the lawyers that got Michael Jackson convicted on some of those kid charges. So mm. he had big lawyer money. You feel me? Yeah. And I would go up there and spend summers, uh, spend summers up there, or like even just you know it was weekends or whatever. Their fucking house was so big that they had a separate pool house, like not like a pool, like you know, like on the floor. It was like multiple stories uh. pool house that was on the side of the actual house. Like, their, their shit's huge. You feel me? Yeah. And I would go over there and just be, like, in the pool playing fucking PS1, playing with their... They had, like, two golden retrievers playing with the dogs. And the lady would just, like... Uh, what was her name? Fucking... I don't know. But the lady that my mom worked for would be like, oh, my God, Monte, thank you so much for helping. Like, tip me, like, hundreds of dollars as a kid for me helping my mom. I'm like, I didn't do anything. I brought in, like, one bag of groceries, but whatever. <laughs> but look, so look, so... I've never had anybody ever tip I know, me hundreds I know. of dollars. I was literally through, like 10 years old, bro. anything in my life No, like listen, that, huh? listen, listen. This, this, first of all, this lady bought me my first pair of babes ever. She, there was like a, they, they, like I said, they lived in the Palisades, so we would like go to Brentwood all the time, and she would buy me like video games and shit from the Brentwood uh, like market or whatever. Um, I remember when I was a kid, first of all, I learned how to play grand piano in their living room. I still, you know, I'm a little rusty, but you know, I could get, I could get on there and go a little crazy. Um, like that was one of the things that I mentioned earlier when I said I saw and did so much as a kid that like certain shit don't even be phasing me no more. I like, like they took me to like fucking play polo one time, like you know, like I did a hell of shit with them. So shout out to them. Yeah. And their neighbors across the street. I had a little crush on the daughter that was my age. You feel me? Shout out to Griff. Griffin, if you out there anywhere, tap in with me, shorty. Were you trying to dry hump her when you were younger? I mean, I don't even think I was at. <laughs> I don't even think I was like having wet dreams. These yet. are questions that they asked me to ask you. So I'm just asking. When you nah, were young, I wasn't. 
when you when you were young. I was like the fat, nerdy, like chubby kid. Did you, like, were you like? Did they try to keep you away from it because they felt nah, like you were, we was, you were a chronic dry nigga, I just told you that they was taking me <laughs> equestrian riding and shit. Like they was not. They was they was trying to link us up. If anything, hey, I we gotta dive in. Mm. I, we I'm kicking the jokes at you, hey, and just talking <laughs> the shit with you, and just even walking through your life. I never knew none of this. You know, just you know what you didn't ask me? What? Where I'm from? I think I know where you're from. Do no, you do you think you know? Are where you I'm from, from a Are you from a gang? No. See, this is why I asked you this. I, this is no. why I asked. No, I'm trying are to relate you, to you right now. No, I know actually where you were born. I oh, don't okay. know if you had grew up there, and I know I that you were born in San Diego. Yes, See, sir. Don't try to play with me. Yes, I'm just sir. To let you do your thing. You were born in <laughs> San Diego, I believe. Where were you uh, by Camp Pendleton? By Camp Pendleton. Listen, my nigga Sharp is tuned in, man. Stop fucking playing with my boy. You phone. You're not Come one on. of none. No, you know God. how was I freestyle? Mean, did you did you grow up there or? Not at all, bro. That's why I didn't at all bring that <laughs> shit up. And I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I just want to say, man, we, you know, I'm tapped in, too. I, you are tapped in. But I know that we don't have too much time. And, yeah. bro, I swear to God, I hate even cutting this shit like this. And mm. we're going to keep that shit moving. But So I'm going to get into it. And I'm, we're going to dive deep. Let's dive in. How has it been for you um, working with Adam and creating Disconnected? How did all that come about? Okay. All right. I'm up. I'm gonna speed through a little bit. So, once I got to the point where I'm about to get kicked out of school, they're like, you, you need to have a job, right? Mm -hmm. I go get a job at Jamba Juice, worked there for about three years. Mm -hmm. Only reason I didn't get fired is because me and my manager were hella cool. Like, that was my boy. Once he got fired, I was out of the door. Then I got another, then I started working at PacSun. And this is when I start kind of partying and going out more, hitting the random ketamine warehouse raves and shit like that. Were you, were you ever on any type of narcotics? Oh, 1,000%. What were you on main ones? Coke, Xanax, a lot of Xanax. Is that why you hang with Zan Princess? <laughs> I don't think oh, I was. You thought I was going to throw that one I'm, in there? I'm pretty sure. I just think about that. Like, damn, is that why he hangs with this girl? I'm pretty sure I was on Zan's when we met Did her. Did she supply him? No, no, no. Not to me, at least. <laughs> Not to me, at least. I don't I don't take Zan's anymore anyway, but. Go ahead. No, I'm just joking. Bro. No, I know, Come I know. On. But no, but me um, and Adam met out at like a random. Okay, okay. Actually, I'll give you a very specific instance of when I seen Adam and didn't know who he was yet. So um, there was these rappers that it, it, it was four of them, but they were perform as a group. Right. Uh, and like they all had individual group names, but and they performed as like those four names collab together. Right. 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 So um, like fucked with them hard, like love their shit. Uh, it was kind of like the first like underground rap that I was into that wasn't like mainstream shit. Right. And uh, I remember I went to this party. These niggas tried to rob the gay homie, and I fucking jumped in, beat the nigga up, and the nigga busts me in the face with a fucking beer bottle. Right. So my whole eyes fucked up. It's black. It's like it's fucked up. You know, I have a little track record of doing a no call no show here at No Jumper. I was gonna actually. This started back then, but okay, for it, sure. It started back then, so we're we're let's back the truck up real quick. Mm. There has been, okay, so we're gonna address it for the viewers, okay? Because it, I, I I believe this is what they want to know. Um, I feel like we need to get it out there. Mm. 
the allegations of you um, being tardy to it's this not really allegations. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I'm just, man, I'm trying to be <laughs> you're professional. Trying to, you're trying here. to butter it up for I'm me. I'm trying a to be bit. professional here, man. Okay. Yeah. Well, everybody fucking wants to know mm -hmm. why have you not been showing up to your show? There's been things, there's been rumors that, you know, you've been doing drugs or, you know, yeah. you can't show up or, you know, a house phone's unreliable. Let's fire him. Mm. What, like, how does this pile on to you and your personal life already being a content creator? Um, I think it's, it's a little weird because like, as I was like telling that story is like, this is kind of behavior that like is not new to me. something that I'm very self-aware of mm -hmm. and, uh, realize that it's something I need to correct, but I've never felt the pressure from so many like different sources. So it's like a little like overwhelming sometime and like almost like you feel a little misunderstood, but then also it's like, am I playing the victim? Am I like. Cause I'm very self-aware of like, damn, I'm fucking up then, or like I'm not fucking up now, like whatever the case may be. It's like, it's a lot when you have other shit going on, and it's like, fuck, like it does feel a lot of piled on sometimes, you know. Well, you know, you got to think about it, right? People look at you as a robot. Yeah. Oh, house phones, house phone. Yeah. He's from disconnected. They do drip connected. Like they're always in good spirits. Yeah. They don't mind us talking bad or throwing yeah. jokes but i don't think they understand people got to deal with things already from the outside inside yeah. around everywhere like always got to deal with something so sometimes just to feel some support is everything even if it's from one person no that's a fact can you i know? just finish that story real quick about please, what, please. how i got fired from the job please so after the nigga busted after the nigga bust me in the eye with the beer bottle i didn't go to work the next day now obviously i could have called could have been like, hey, I, you know, got into, you know, whatever, right? Yeah. I was so fucked up and so out of it. Like, I didn't, I never, I never went to the hospital. I went home. I took a bloody selfie of myself, posted it on cloud Instagram. Chaser. But this is before I had Honestly, any cloud. But right, right. No, yeah. I'm saying, no, I'm not gonna lie. Were, that's why you were cloud chasing. No, 1,000%. No clout. Exactly. Let's be honest, exactly. right? That's why you did do it. Yeah. Because you're, would you do that shit today? I would never. You wouldn't even, I wouldn't sit even there and wanna... scratch your elbow and take a picture yeah, of it. No. So it ass. wouldn't even, come on, bro. You'd probably fuck around and get shot. Heaven forbid that ever happens. Knock on fucking wood. Stabbed. Whatever. whatever, man, whatever. Scratch across your face, whatever, and even go want to even post that. I'm not, I, I don't even want people to even. To me, I wouldn't I even. Wouldn't, I wouldn't even dare think to do some shit like that. You know, now, and right? I just think about the the realness of what happens because that shit does happen to everybody. We could have just been at the wrong place at the wrong time, no, exactly. or the right time for that matter. Let's really bring some awareness to the situation. That's life. No, that's a fact. You can be at the man. Come on, bro. You could have been at the local Piggly Wiggly. Yeah. You did? And look, grabbing you some eggs and bacon. <laughs> I mean, we obviously looking. see what the fuck goes on today. So, I mean, shit, it's not far-fetched. No, that's a fact. Come on. And you know what? Like, I will say shout-out to all the people that ever employed me because they would try to give me chances, and then uh, sometimes it would just be like, all right, man. So, basically, I had two jobs at that time. I worked at— What do you feel like about—I got to ask this. Huh? I don't even mean to interrupt you. Okay. How do you feel about Adam giving you so many chances? I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. So— <laughs> At the time, at the time, uh, I, I did a no call, no show. Right. I showed back up to work, and I was, and he was like, "Dude, like, what happened? Like, you know, I had sunglasses on. Take them off. My whole entire face is black and blue. Big ass scar on my eyebrow. Big ass scar right here. 
And he was like, oh, fuck, you know, told him what happened. And he was like, you know, but still, you didn't call. Sorry, got to fire you. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever, right? Get fired. And then that show was like, the show was like the next couple of days after that. So I still have my other job at PacSun. I stole $40 out of the register to give my homie gas money to take me to the House of Blues, where the show was at. I go into the show, right? Two songs in, like you know they have openers and shit. Yeah, of course. Two songs into the main performance, I like they play my uh, they play my favorite song. I get up on top of the speaker. The security's flashing a light at me. Hey, hey, what are you doing? I just dive off the off the speaker onto the crowd. I'm crowd surfing all the way to the back. Oh shit! Crowd surfing, whatever, right? By the time, it's, so this is a whole bunch of this is a this whole bunch of randoms, of, randies touching your body, surfing you all the way to the back. Oh, nigga, this was like two thousand people there. Yeah, like so, I climbed up on the speaker. You never touched the floor until Listen, you got to the back. Once my feet touched the floor, the security was right there waiting on me to escort me out the building. <laughs> bro, I was sick, bro. But listen, listen, this is this is when I first seen Adam. So I, I'm outside of the show now. I have to wait for my friend to be in the show so I can ride home with them. And I'm just outside, just like standing there. And I see a big group of tatted white motherfuckers walking towards the fucking venue. And I'm like, oh, shit, they finna shoot this bitch up. I start ducking and shit. And, uh, and I'm just, a whole bunch of tatted white motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> no, but I just see a bunch of... And Adam is in the front, so Adam is just right. big. Like, he is. You know, he's, a, he's a very big, goofy big looking ass fucking white nigga. <laughs> and like, I had no idea who he was, but like, I remember, I remember when I, when we finally got acquainted, that was one of the first things I remember was, oh, I saw you outside of that show. And then uh, we shortly after that, we were probably at a party together or something like that. Gave him a, hey, you want a line or you want a bum of Coke or some shit? I used to be the nigga in the function, like breaking down Coke on my phone. And bitches be like, oh my god! You like, and Adam, hey man, this was past tense. Y'all don't do that type of shit together. Oh, bro, I haven't partied with Adam like that in like at least like three years, four years. Yeah. Seems like Adam's been on the up and up, man. Seems oh, yeah. like he's been on the waters, the salads. He's been oh yeah more in tune with his fucking self these days, man. Daddy, shout out, shout out to Adam. Dad, Adam is a premium level Adam, man. Well, I think, you know, anybody that's having kids, and I, I think I can speak for Adam and myself. We can't say anybody, anybody bro, because a lot of well, motherfuckers do well, not. Well, I'm just saying, like, somebody who's already kind of probably went through some fucked up processes yeah. and kind of, like, seen what's really going on out in the world, and once you have a kid, you don't really want that for them. If no, you've really been through some things, and I'm sure that's that's how it is for Adam and with Parker. Like, he's done seen some things, so he's like, man, I'm not about to subject my daughter to any of that shit. No, 1,000%. And that's how I feel about my son or my daughter is like, yeah, I'm, I've been through some things, I've done some things, but I'm not going to subject them to any of that. Like, I'm not, I'm not accepting that. You don't want to, like, the whole purpose of any of this shit. I don't want shit. them to meet a house phone. Oh, what? I'm amazing. <laughs> I don't want them at 22 years old to meet a, 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 a tiny house phone. Yeah, baby, baby phone. You know phone. what I'm saying? Like a baby phone. Baby you, telecom. I don't I don't want that for them. But you know what, though? Even even at my grimiest... I love you, bro. Listen no, to me. I, know. I love you. I fuck with you. There will probably never be another house phone, but there's going to be people, there's going to be imitators. Yeah. Motherfuckers try to come and imitate. Yeah. And, and don't even do it right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't even have the same moral, the same mm. structure. Yeah, no facts. There's only going to be one of you, loved one, and it just seems like it's not going to get 
it's not getting any better. I hope it does. I I pray it does. That's why I do these type of interviews yeah. or podcasts or just sit down with people is because I hope that this can get us back on track. No, that's a fact. That people do make mistakes. Yeah. You know, there's been allegations of you of why you have missed mm -hmm. uh disconnected and it being because of drug use. What do you think about that? What what do you say to that to the viewers? So I mean, I've been a part of No Jumper for six years now. Probably, if I do the, yeah, 2016, 2022, six years. Um, I always was kind of one foot in, one foot out with No Jumper, uh, just because I was trying to focus on the rap career and shit like that. And, um, bro, I've been doing basically the same shit this entire time. I just, the fact that I'm here more often, I guess it just looks like I'm just like some raging maniac now. Bro, I've been doing the same shit since fucking y'all first see me on camera. But it's like, I think the responsibility of having to be here more and like be here on time and like the other stuff that I have going on in my personal life that like, I'm not trying to make excuses for it, but it's like my nigga. Sometimes it's like. There's a breaking point. Yeah. Maybe. You feel me? Yeah. And like, I'm not the best at coping with shit uh, the best way sometimes. And I know that I'm you know, harming myself. I know that is, you know, detrimental to my career, my health, and shit like that. I was phone you. I think the only, and I don't want to cut, because I know where you're going with it, and I don't want to, you have a future. Yeah. And I think that they, even with the haters, yeah. and people that got something to say about you, I believe that they see that. I no, think that they see that, so that's why they say it, because you have a foreseeable future yeah. in this shit, so I don't think people really understand why. You do well, bro. Like we were just talking about my mom and my, that being my best friend and shit like that, bro. It's like if some shit happened to her, which like she's not doing too good right now. But it's like obviously I want to do good for myself, bro. But like one of the main motivators of me wanting to do anything is to take care of her and to show her something better, bro. And it's kind of like at some point it's like she's not even gonna be around. What's the purpose? You feel me? Like who am I? I could fucking go be a bum on Skid Road somewhere and not give a fuck, but like I wanted to show her a better life, and like the fact, the fact that I know that that is almost like damn near impossible, is like kind of is fucking me up in the head sometimes, you know. I talked to you, um, on the phone, and you know you always say like, man, my mom's my biggest supporter, bro. Like she supports me, like man. I tell her everything, the, the money I make off of this, or mm -hmm. if it, she's always proud of you. Yeah, facts. I notice. Like, facts. for real, man. She never, uh, she's your biggest fan. You know what's crazy? When we when we did that pop-up on, um, did that pop-up on Melrose, uh, they, like, they, they did a vlog and shit, so I, I went home and I showed her, and she was just like, this is obviously, like, she was doing a lot better, so she could, you know, be communicating and shit. And she was like, damn, like, I remember, you know, you used to drag me down there to Fairfax and Melrose, or you would take the bus down there or whatever, just like, you know, and like to see that you, you know, you had a line of people around the fucking corner for you on this same street. It's like, that's insane, you know? Yeah. And just hearing that from her, it was just like, damn, my nigga, you're right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, bro, like that's some shit that motherfuckers like, that's some shit that needs to be taught on, like, how the fuck do you deal with that shit, bro? Because, like, I don't know. Like, I just never thought I would be in this position. This position this young, like, man, like, 
the timing of everything is just so crazy, bro. Like, did I tell you, like, just everything, like, recently that's just been going on? Like, oh, my yeah. fucking, my building is trying to, well, not trying to, my building is evicting me. My mom is not going to be able to go back home. She's going to have to live at a facility. I'm about to go visit her there. I got to do all this before my birthday, which was August 14th. Oh, my birthday is August 13th. I got to be out of my old spot by August 13th. I mean, by August 14th, find a new place to live, move my my stuff and my mom's stuff all into a store. Like, you know, like, it's like life just be literally trying to pack you out, trying to jump you. But you got to like, like, I think the importance of like pushing through and like at least trying your best is like, man, people need to speak on that more, bro. Cause you can't just give up. What am I gonna do if I just give up? Like, what the fuck am I gonna do? I'm gonna have nowhere to go. Like, I'm gonna, you know, like you gotta keep it pushing, bro. One of the jacks of all trades. Yeah. What is the future for house phone, no jumper, high roller? Yeah. This mogul that you're building. What is the future? Um, I will say that. Uh, I think recently I've been trying to put my best foot forward, you know, as far as like just not being off the shits to where it affects me, like making it here or making it wherever. Um, you know, just trying to show a little more effort, like, damn, I do actually, because like at the end of the day, I don't want it to come off like I am not appreciative of this opportunity. Like, I don't fucking want it. Like, I feel like it may come off like that sometime, but it's just like, I feel like I just be distracted with a lot of other shit. And it's kind of hard for me to vocalize that sometime because I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm not looking for nobody to like, you know, rub my back, hey, it's gonna be all right, you know? And I feel like by me being silent though sometime, it like kind of, it makes me give off a perception that I don't give a fuck. When it's exactly the exact opposite is that I give a fuck so much, I don't know how to like operate sometimes. And I think that um, just putting my best foot forward, being here early or on time, you know, trying to do more stuff uh, on camera and just be more reliable as we are building. We're bu we're building a dynasty. At this a dynasty. Point. Like this, this is a point. this is a network damn near now, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I'm gonna be honest. Like obviously, like in a business how like like time shouldn't mean anything it should like like how long i've been here shouldn't matter like because it's a business at the end of the day and it's like adam has for sure been giving me a lot more chances because of our relationship and because of the history that we have together but at some point if you don't get it together bro you got to step just like anybody else who who would be fucking up you know right and i really felt like this last time like he was really upset and uh it was something that could have been fixed so easy if I would have just sent the text, yo, I just got out the hospital. Like, I don't know if I'm be able to make it. Like, he came and um, I believe he came and sat in on your show that day. Yeah. And um, he spoke about it. How did you feel about that when you heard that? Again, it was one of those situations where like, I have to take credibility. I mean, I, I have to be accountable for myself and I have to be accountable for my actions. I can't be like, oh man, Adam, why'd you do that? Because at the end of the day, if I didn't do what I did, then he wouldn't have to do what he did. So basically I I partied a little too much. This this is true. Party too much this weekend. I was feeling fucking insane. Uh I had to call the ambulance to come get me from my friend's house. They took me to Cedars. I was there for like 
the day. They checked my vitals, checked everything. They said that I was fine, that they thought I was just having a crazy panic attack or some shit. And I was like, what? And basically, I got out of the hospital, and I had enough time to basically shower, change, and come straight here. But I got home, and I was like, all right, let me just, like, chill for a second. And I fell asleep. Now, if I would have sent the text before saying, yo, I just got out the hospital. I'm not feeling too well, but I'm going to still try to make it. That would have made the situation better, right? So now I wake up, and it's like 9 p.m. or something. Like they had just finished the show, and like once I looked at the time, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a master of avoiding things. So when I when I woke up and I looked at the time and I saw what time it was, I was like, man, I'm fuck. I fucked up. So I'm not gonna lie to you. I rolled back around and went back to sleep after after I woke up at nine and saw that I missed the show already. Just let put my phone to the side and went back to sleep. Right. Now, when I wake up the next morning, my comments are full of, you lazy fucking nigger, piece of shit. You don't fucking deserve this opportunity. Adam should fire you, blah, blah, blah. I'm seeing all the clips. Like, literally, my whole Instagram is just flooded with how unappreciative I am, how fucking I'm a lazy nigger, piece of shit. They be going crazy. I'm not just saying that just to say it. Like, they be going crazy. Um, and like, how, does that, how does that, let me interrupt you, how yeah. does that affect you? when you hear these things or okay. you might wake up to these things after having a rough day already. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, fuck, that should be, it'd be a lot to deal with sometimes, but at the end of the day, bro, if I'm really going through it that much, I just won't even open up Instagram or whatever the fuck. Like, I just keep my day moving. But at the end of the day, no pun intended, I'm getting, I, I'm really trying to get to the point of like, bro, at the end of the day, no matter what, that was your fault for not telling them before. It don't matter what the situation was. It don't matter, oh, well, it's me. Oh, my God, I was in the hospital because it was my fault. I was in the hospital, and it was my fault for not texting Adam. So Adam was definitely mad. He went on a whole rant. And, like, this is the thing. People saw that Adam went on a rant. People don't know that me and Adam talked behind the scenes. Everything was all good literally the next day. So for the next week... Why people are, because like you got to think about it. We get a rush of views that first day, but there's still people that watch the show throughout the week. So it's like every day of that week, I'm getting hit up and getting like fucking bombarded with like just crazy ass like shit. I've been there. So you I know? understand. Yeah. Just but like, on, though. come on. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I've been doing this shit for a while. If I didn't know how to handle this shit, I wouldn't even be in it no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the times when you really are going through some other shit, it's like, bro, really? Like, you know? Yeah. But at the end of the day, though, it's it's nothing new. It's like, I'm not saying I'm fucking Superman. I'm just, bullets flying off of me. Nothing like that. You heard too. Sometimes that shit, like. You uh, heard too. Man. Sometimes. Like, they were trying to say that I scammed some guy. He paid me for an interview. They're trying to say that I scammed him. And uh, I don't be in the Reddit like that. I don't even. I have the Reddit app on my phone, but mm. like. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I kind of look at it the way I look at Twitter. Like, I don't want to go on Twitter and see a bunch of, like, weird-ass shit about me. Like, that's not even true. And just, like, because at the end of the day, like, I care about my reputation. I care about how people view me. And, like, I'm not here to be liked by everybody, but I'll be damned if y'all, like, just putting weird-ass random allegations on me that is just not true. Like, you're just making up shit. So, like, I never got into the whole Reddit shit, but, like, People will be like, yo, they're saying this about you on Reddit or like they're doing this, like they're blah, blah, blah. And then it went from like, it, it'll it go from that. And I guess me not responding or shit like that. It will then go to people coming at me on Instagram. I'm sitting there at my, uh, 
like I'm sitting there at the hospital. My mom's in the ICU. She got, you know, this fucking yellow tube behind you. She got one of those big as fuck going down her throat. She could, can't even talk to me, you know, just a little head nod yes, head nod no. Mm. I'm sitting there, you know, with her. I'm on my phone, and I just start getting all these comments of, like, I hope your fucking mom hurries, hurry up and dies so she doesn't has not, not have to be next to your scammer ass. You're a fucking scammer piece of shit. Like, just, like, just bringing, like, personal shit into it because you think that I scammed some guy from a Reddit post. Like, it's like that's the, that's the name of the game on the Internet, though. Say the most out of pocket, say the funniest shit. <clears throat> like, they do that so that they get a reaction out of you, which is why I try to not get people reactions because that's all, it's, one, it's only gonna invoke them to keep doing it more. Feel me? But that shit, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm, I'm literally sitting there with my mom, fucked up in the hospital, and people are telling me they wish that she dies because they think I scammed somebody on Reddit. It's fucking insane, man. Yeah. Just kind of hear like some of the things that you've had to endure, man, like through this. You yeah. know, and people don't really know about it because they I don't, just I don't see really you speak on, yeah. show up and it's disconnected uh -huh, and it's drip connected and it's but they don't yeah. really know how you can't like yeah, I want to get this off, but like I gotta get back to my mom's man. Like this 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 shit's getting deep, but nobody really knows because I don't think anybody ever really cares. They just yeah, they want it on their television or they they're like, want oh, it on you their weren't. Phone. They're like, no, I wanted to see you on this episode. You weren't there. Like, fuck you. And I'm like, okay, fuck you, nigga. I had to go. I had to go like take care of well, something hey, man, that I deem was hey, more important. Stay undefeated, man. Yeah. Always in your life. And then speaking man. of undefeated, oh, I got something for you. That was a great segue. I got some. I got, I got some funny oh, man. Oh shit, From man. undefeated, man. You know what I'm saying? The, Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me go ahead and, and open this up. Real yeah, quick. I got oh. some. I got some for you, man. Oh, I had, shit. I had to drop it on him, man. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. I had okay. to drop. Had to drop it on you real quick, man. The Converse, man. Undefeated collab. You know, because I know you like your collabs. That's that's what you like to wear, man. You one-off dude. So I had to make sure you the you got something special. Undefeated Converse collab. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First of all, I had to make sure. And if anybody, we got them, the undefeated suck. logo yeah. on the sole. Yeah. Go ahead and Listen, run it down for them. Now, as a nigga that makes shoes, I yeah. know that just making the custom sole <laughs> yeah. with the undefeated logo yeah. just took these bad boys up a higher price point. Yeah. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, for sure. We got the undefeated tag stitched on the ankle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got the good tiger camo. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's what we would call this print. Whenever you see the Go camouflage, that's like, you see the camouflage in the stripe, yeah. you know, this is the tiger camo yeah. Yeah. with the blue bottom sole. Yeah, bro. I thought that was different. Too. Cream yeah. laces and the te the dark teal laces. <laughs> these are him. What'd these are him.com, man. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. These are a fucking 20 out of 10, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, shit. We got a whole little undefeated card. Undefeated and Converse have come together to introduce a new model for summer 2022. The undefeated Converse Half Chuck 70, a limited edition rework of the Converse icon. The history between these two brands has explored a wide range of classic Converse icons, reintroducing them through the lens of sport and military, staying true to undefeated DNA. The mm. return of this long-standing partnership brings a Chukka-inspired mid-cut shape to highlight Undefeated's new custom tiger stripe camo print in desert or forest. Undefeated Converse classic street style with a California lean. 
Make sure y'all follow them on Instagram at Undefeated Inc. Hey, at man. Converse fuck Undefeated. Undefeated man, fuck with them all. Hey man, the collab, hey man, is crazy on that one, man. You Hold know on. I wait, appreciate wait, wait, wait. We you. Got, we got more. We got more. What you got, right, man? Yeah. Oh got shit, we got. Here. Oh, we got the Undefeated T-shirt. Yeah. To go with it. Yeah, man. Just something for you to throw on, man. You know when you be growing, man. You say I'm gonna go ahead and make go ahead, take me a brisk walk. Cause you know what? You know. <laughs> you know what? Like I be doing. Throw me something on, man. Go take me a brisk walk real quick. Look, man. I be, I, and I'm assuming that you just left this in the bag. That this is not a part of the gift. But there's definitely <laughs> some uh, Eve Saint Laurent cologne at the bottom of this bag. <laughs> and you know, I wasn't gonna say anything. I was gonna just let it rock. <laughs> but you know what? Sharp is my nigga, bro. I would never do that. But what? I also have a gift for Sharp. No, you don't. No, you don't. Now, Sharp. <laughs> has been on my ass hey, about I, these specific yes. pair yes. of high rollers. I got them to merch just to kind of calm the beast a little bit. Yeah, you did. And that <laughs> fucking hey, And I'm gonna tell you this: that merch that you, hey, bro, that merch that you dropped me is top one, top quality. If Listen. you motherfuckers haven't went and grabbed it, homie, I'm gonna be real with you, dog. High roller is the way to go, man. And I do like the Hellstar joint. Shout too. out to Hellstar because Hellstar is the one that designed that. Bro, I promise you, man. Hey, Hellstar, wherever you at, church, you need to come on and come fuck with me too, man. We're going to get this the shit Hellstar together. The Hellstar interview? Hey, man, all the way. We need to drop it. I need to know. The only way me and him can do the interview is, nigga, you going to pay me in merch. Mm. I don't even want no money. Mm. Just bring me the merch, church. Just bring it in my size, man. You well, know, I'm going to still rock it all. I got a size 11 for you right here. What you got over here, man? Dun, da, da, da. Yeah, right. Come on, man. Oh, bruh. The black and white Oreos, to, man. You ain't even have to bring them to... Bruh, hold on, bruh. Mm. Hold on, bruh. I got to check these out. <laughs> oh, what's these, bruh? You oh, wait. I, I brought you the wrong one. God damn it. I'm like, hold on, bruh. The flames? I didn't mean to bring oh, you the flames. We doing a motherfucking A. We oh, doing God. a blog on that one, bruh. <laughs> I didn't gave her. I didn't brought the wrong player. God but you damn know it. what? I'm gonna tell you how I know your shoe. This is the guy Fury joints. Exactly. That's how you know. I hey, know. we need Ryder Fieri to tap this, in, hey, bro. This is how I know. This is how you know I follow this brand. I love this brand, man. For real. This is the guy Fury joints, right? He be listen, food joints. listen. I love Guy Fieri. This shoe was actually inspired by him and his love of classic cars. Uh, so you know, we got some flames on the toe, flame on the side. Uh, with all black with the red bottom, uh, we got silver dice on the side, man. So yeah, bro. Hey, I hey. was actually meant to bring you the black and white pair from the last drop, but somehow I'm keeping these two. Though. No, keep those. Keep those. I'm keeping these. Those two. are a novelty I, I, one, man. I ain't even gonna lie, man. I'm framing these joints right here. Hey, God Fury, man. I'm gonna be honest with you. I need I'll God Fury to model of, this, bro. I'll probably be one of the only ones with these sets of high rollers. So I'm gonna definitely keep these joints, Church. We got to do some more together, Church. Oh, this we, game, this 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 isn't it, man. We they trying to cut us short, and that's cool, man. <laughs> I know you got shit going on. Shout out to my Shout boy Duno, Duno in the motherfucking Duno building. Duno in the building. Duno, we love you, man. We about to get ready to sum this shit up. Hey, man, the sharp tank. Dun dun dun. No jumper. We got house phone in the motherfucking building. I was nervous. I don't know why. why? I've never been nervous. Well, before. stop breaking sweats. <laughs> Sharpest, <laughs> coolest podcast in the world. In the motherfucking and we world. We out this motherfucker. Shout out to Church. We out of here. Shoot us out the gym, baby. Pow, 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 pow.